Welcome back, everybody, to the Stark Wars podcast. Today, we are previewing a bunch of shows. We're talking Kenobi. We're talking Miss Marvel. We're talking Moon Knight. We're talking uh, even a little bit of the Batman. we got some stuff to talk about there. Um, so if you're not interested in trailers and stuff like that, first of all, why? Secondly, you probably want to get out because that's the kind of stuff we're talking about. Um, with that being said, though, I'm joined by this man. And I hope, I hope one day, if I ever get locked up, this podcast can continue from opposite ends of a window in an investigation room. It's Tommy Pizzullo. Tommy, how are you? I'm good, Michael, and I'm here to uh, to speak for the people who don't watch trailers. <laughs> Do you hear the people sing? <laughs> We're yeah. here loud and proud, but I will be talking about the trailer with you regardless of not watching it. I'll be, I'll be shocked on the pocket. You'll see your live reactions. Yeah, we're. I mean, basically, it's like. Uh, I mean, not even necessarily a trailer breakdown, but we are talking about some of the big points that have come out of some of the stuff. Um, but first and foremost, Tommy, it's been a minute. Um, how been are you doing? So many minutes. Uh, I'm doing good. Life busy. Uh, it, it's been weird to have such a break coming off of uh, the book of Boba Fett. Is that way we're still calling it? Is that still the name? Uh, and the book uh, of Star Wars. The book of Star Wars. You know, we had a couple movie podcasts, right? We did we did the the Batman, uh, but it's it's nice to be back. We're we're getting you know buckled into our seats for some Moon Knight coverage soon. Yes, yes, so so excited. That's next week. I can't believe it. It's it's really snuck up on us. Um, with that being said, though, Tommy, let's start talking about some of the stuff. And the first thing I have on our agenda is the Miss Marvel trailer that dropped. And uh, again, just to confirm, you have not seen this, right, Tommy? Nope, I'm hyped for it, though. Love Miss Marvel. Um, obviously, she's, like, big in the Avengers game. So that was, like, cool to, like, see her there. And then, like, we're going to get so much more of her in a TV show. Yeah, Maybe? listen. Know, yeah. <laughs> and here's here's my thing with Miss Marvel. Like, they released photos. It was probably, like, six months ago now. But, like, they just released a couple photos to, like, promote the show. And I was so disappointed in the way it looked. I thought that, especially whenever she's dressed up in her Captain Marvel costume, and I know, I know the point is that it's supposed to look cheesy, but it just looks so cheesy. I was like, "What? What is this? Is this? Is this our? Is this the kids' Disney Plus Marvel show? Is it? Is that what we're getting here? Because that's it, I kind of got those vibes. Um, did you see those photos, or did you have any other uh, perceptions about what the show could be? I saw a little bit, and that's like the thing with like this. And I know we we said kind of similar with like. Uh, with the She-Hulk show, it's like at times it looked like the little bit we've gotten so far it looks a little like uh, it might be a little campy. But uh, I don't know. I I have hope. You know, not watching the trailer, I'm hoping that it changed your mind. But I, you know, I think that fits the Miss Marvel vibe. You know, she is this very uh, starry-eyed, doughy-eyed uh, girl. You know, like living up to her idols and and become like becoming this, this superpower being. You know. And Tommy, I'm pleasantly surprised to say the trailer has completely turned me around. I thought it was awesome. Whoop whoop. I mean, it's just it's because listen, like you said, we are we are following a high schooler, and uh, I feel like they're really kind of owning that from the vibes of this trailer. Um, it's very much like she's surrounded by her friends. It looks like she's got like bullies, you know, and like the boys she's crushing after. But like, I was like, I was really surprised. I was like, this looks like such a fun little coming of age superhero movie. Or show. That's awesome. Yeah. And I mean, what uh, Peter Parker really has always been our like 
high school superhero. And so it's nice to kind of have <laughs> another side of this. And, you know, I think to your point, like that's going to be exciting to see like a superhero, like navigating high school in a very different way. You know, she has a lot more uh, things going on in a different way than Peter does. Uh, and so, yeah. What were, what were some of the, some of the big, big things you saw in the trailer that stood out to you that changed your mind? The big thing that I noticed was just kind of how stylized it was. And actually, I think bringing up Spider-Man is a good comparison because it is very similar to Homecoming. Or actually, even um, if anyone has seen Mitchell's versus the Machines, um, it's very much like that. It's, it's almost like some of the shots were like ripped out of her journal and where she's like kind of do doodled on like the different scenes. And there's like there's like cute little outlines on things. And like it's very I don't know. It's, it seems very fun in that way. That's awesome because that's definitely like a big like. Miss Marvel comics are just like that's probably the best way I would describe them as just fun. They're very like she deals with a lot of things, but at the same time, she has a very optimistic outlook all the time. Like it's like everything is like she her attitude doesn't change no matter how bleak or how dark things could get, you know. And so I'm glad that like doing the little doodles and that kind of stuff kind of gives that vibe uh, to the to it. So another big thing, and I know this has been a, uh, a discussion that people have been having ever since the show was announced and how they were going to handle this. Um, you know, I'm, I'll admit, I, I played a little bit of the Avengers game, never finished it. Other than that, my exposure to Ms. Marvel or Kamala Khan is very limited. So I'm, I'm uh, I guess, again, this is like a repeating theme from like everything we talk about is I don't really care what the comics were all that much. You know, it's it is what it is. It's coming into the MCU. It's the way it's going to be. Um, but it, this does, her powers do seem to be very different than they are in the comics. In the comics, it seems like I, what's the best way to describe it? She can like inflate her limbs and have like giant fists and like smash things. This one's a little different. It seems a bit more cosmic, more like Captain Marvel. Um, and instead of like her actual limbs inflating, she gets like uh, like cosmic force energy around her arms and she can like jump and like create platforms and stuff like that. So it definitely seems different than the comics, but I guess I want to hear your opinion on that. Interesting. I definitely still hope she has some sort of uh, shape shifting, uh, you know, elasticity is like such a big part of the character that I hope like. But it, it kind of excites me that she doesn't start with that. You know, potentially maybe that's something that comes at like the climax or in a future movie of like, oh, she realized there's more to her power, you know, uh, who's to say and who's to know. But I, to me, that's like I am intrigued, but nervous because like that's uh, I do enjoy the elastic power. I enjoy that like that version of thing. But maybe, you know, we might be getting another character with elastic power and they don't want uh, some compete competition there. So there maybe a reason. I love that theory, Tommy. Um, with that being said, another thing that's actually in the trailer, um, and this is something you may not have heard about, but it, and a lot of people aren't necessarily talking about this, but what's interesting is we get a clip of Kamala. She throws on a wristband, and it looks like this ancient-type wristband that looks like something we would have seen in Shang-Chi. She throws this on, and then she like jumps into like her powers. So it almost seems like she doesn't even have powers, but she might have like, you know, the 10 rings. It's not the 10 rings, but it seems like that same type of artifact. Um, I, I have nothing else that kind of tells me one way or another if she has powers or maybe this just helps her or that that's what gives her the powers. Um, but I did find that interesting. It seems like uh, it seems to be in, uh, motivated by like an artifact of some sort. Yeah, I mean, she, like even just looking at a photo now, the, the, I don't know much about the bracelet. It's definitely like there is a bracelet 
on her. So maybe they just try to employ her. I don't know enough of the, the origin of Miss Marvel, to be honest. Like, I know, like, the, the bare minimum you need to know. Uh, so, yeah, you know, I, I think that's interesting. And maybe that's why they're not talking about it. Maybe it is part of it. It's Her powers are interesting, right? Because it's like the Avengers game definitely has a different version to fit the and cater to that storyline. Uh, but it is kind of – there. it always has been the thing of, like, she – got like it, it she didn't always have the powers you know right yes and uh i think that's really cool i think we're i think we're headed into a really cool series here it's gonna be different you know and i think that's the kind of thing that's like uh each of these series we're getting something just a little bit different i really appreciate that i feel like we had our holiday special in hawkeye we had our sitcom in wandavision and now we're getting our like high school drama and uh i'm, I'm here for it so i i will say i've come a lot around a lot on the idea of this and I am genuinely excited for it. So, um, any other final thoughts on Miss Marvel here? Yeah, I think it's going to surprise people. I think it's going to be uh, something that I think there's a lot happening right now, right? Doctor Strange is the big old like it's the it's the it's the the candy and the candy store that everyone's talking about. It's it's coming out. Everyone's hyped on that, and I feel like Miss Marvel is being forgotten about. And like a lot of properties in general, I think like are going to surprise people almost because no one's really caring about it right exactly so how about we move on to the kenobi trailer um tommy just a to touch base again uh you watch this or no did not watch it but i've heard little things uh here and there like listen if i get spoiled on things i get spoiled but i don't like to watch it you know mm-hmm. i've said this a million times but the, the main reason is like there's times where i have now guessed things in the story as it's going because i saw things in the trailer that led me down a certain path so I try to stay away from that, make my opinion on the movie that I see going forward. No, and I totally get that. And I feel like even from your perspective, it's not necessarily like, uh, I don't know, like, oh, there's a character in this. Or, ooh, this, it's more so like, okay, this character is in this location, which means if they haven't been in this location thus far, that means that they're probably going to be fine. You know, there's never else to suspense. Yeah, spoiler, spoiler, like characters and stuff doesn't really bother me. Like, I would like to go in and be like shocked moments, but it's like, that it's the scene stuff. It's like seeing scenes and being able to like use my editor brain and be like, yeah, yeah. But anyways, yeah, I have not watched Obi Wan Kenobi, but I'm really pumped. You know, as someone who's like been down on a couple of the Star Wars properties, I'm I'm not gonna lie, I'm putting a lot of my coins in the in the basket of this is gonna be the one. This is gonna be the show that everyone's gonna be like, Star Wars is back, baby. Yes, yes, and I'm I am so excited about it. Um, again, just to be the the contrarian here, just to like throw uh, you know, just maybe not all hype. I did. Don't get me wrong. I'm not about to say I didn't like the trailer. But uh, one thing I did notice is like it seems like we are getting a lot of the same sets from the Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> um, it seems like there's a lot of shots in like a generic Tatooine town, and it's like, yeah, I guess. I mean, they built those sets, so they probably just shot the same thing in the same place. That's literally the definition of Book of Boba Fett. It was just we have all these things. We have some plot from Mandalorian. Let's just make. Oh, now I'm getting me more upset about Book of Boba Fett, but. I think the thing with Obi-Wan that I'm very excited about is that it's not, it's funny because you would think like oh, Darth Vader and him overplayed. But to me, the one that's always overplayed is Darth, ever since like the prequels, they just seem to forget about the relationship with Darth Vader and Obi and instead they focus on Darth Maul. And I'm kind of glad that at least from my knowledge as of now, uh, Darth Maul is not going to be a focus of the show and i and i kind of like that let him have his own he has more depth than just that one relationship 
Yeah, and I, that, I mean, that relationship is explored in Rebels. We see him on Tatooine, and, uh, you know, I won't spoil anybody on that because it is a cool moment. If you haven't seen the Maul versus Kenobi episode, you have to watch it. It's like, a, it's like an all-time Star Wars animated episode. Um, so I get it, and that's the thing, actually. I think I had read that they were they were looking to go down, like, that rabbit hole a little bit more. They wanted to do a Maul and Kenobi show, but it seems like in the creative process, it is it has slowly shifted into... Uh, Obi-Wan versus Vader, which is interesting. Um, we'll see how that comes into it. Vader was not in this trailer at all, which is interesting. Um, we did get some other big bads, though. I'm sure you've heard about these, right? The Inquisitors? I, I assumed. I, yeah. I didn't hear that, but I've assumed that, like, there's such a... Uh, I've been using the word juicy a lot, but there's such a juicy uh, uh, villain because they're not Vader, but they still have that kind of uh, edge to them like you see them a lot in rebels and like i've read a couple comics with them and they are fun they're they're a very fun uh uh protagonist or antagonist uh but no that's uh that's exciting to hear that we're getting do any like uh any that we know like is it like any from like specific or is it just generic inquisitor here so there are there are three that are prominent in the trailer. One is the fifth brother, I believe his name is, and we see him in Rebels. He's not cool. a huge part, but we see him in this trailer, and he is in Rebels. There's a new one. It's um this this one this it's a black woman. We've never seen an Inquisitor that looks anything like her, so we presume this is a new one. Um, and then the big one is the Grand Inquisitor. The basically main villain of uh, Rebels, so yeah, I was excited for that one. That's yeah. the one I assumed. Like, if you're gonna bring Inquisitors in, you got you got to bring in the Grand Inquisitor. Like, he's right and Tommy, you might you actually might want to Google this one because it's a big topic of discussion, and I'm curious on your opinions on it. Um, people have complained, myself included, on the way he looks in live action. And oh I, no, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> His forehead is too small. You got the whole thing with him is he's got such a elongated face, yeah. and they didn't do that at all. And it just looks like they put a bald cap on top of like a like a like a safety helmet on top of his head. It's not good. Oh man, that's disappointing. <laughs> I'm glad you're on the same page as me because I've gotten some pushback. I've told people like I don't like the way this looks, and they're like, "Oh well, you can't expect them to like." perfectly crossover and i'm like listen they did a great job with ahsoka and cad I was gonna like, say, i've seen them do a good job <laughs> of doing it like uh it's not like this is out of the realm of possibility um it, even if it's not necessarily like okay maybe you don't need the prosthetics to make it like you don't need to like create a mask to make them look a certain way but you know you could have found a dude with the slimmer face like uh, nothing against him seems like an attractive dude not insulting the guy he just doesn't look like the character or have him wear like the black helmet and make it like if you don't want to physically give him that look, then then have it so it's it's just the elongation is such a big part of that character in a weird way that I've never thought about until now. It's like it is important. <laughs> uh, I I saw a TikTok that was like um, something like <laughs> it was like everyone complains that like this guy doesn't look like his species, but if you look at humans and you compare Jason Momoa to Joe Biden. Um, how could you say they're the, ever the same species? They look like completely different. They're I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, you make a good point there. So <laughs> that's fair, but you know, the specific but... character yeah. <laughs> needs a long hate. I'm on it. Hashtag bring on the elongation. That's yes. we're working on it, but that's that's the working uh, hashtag. Uh, Not the but yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, I know it's a working. It's, it's real. We'll there. just pass by. Uh, but yeah, the Darth Vader of it all. I mean, what's exciting is like he's 
they're not dropping Hayden after this. They've already confirmed that he's going to be another property. So they clearly, you know, stuff like that always does ruin it because you're like, clearly he did a good job. Like clearly uh, he impressed a lot of people that they were like, yeah, this wasn't just a, a cheap cameo type thing. You actually are going to add something to the, the story of Darth Vader. So I guess my big concern about this whole Darth Vader thing is, and this is like something that happened in like uh, the comic series is called Star Wars. It's one of the canon comic books. And it basically tells the story of like our group of rebels between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. And one thing they threw in there is they surprised us by saying, hey, Luke actually fought Vader another time that we didn't realize, which that kind of muddies the water between those two films where it's like, okay, well, it's like, uh, in Empire, it's supposed to be like this great, like they're they're reunited, they're finally facing off. But now, like canonically or canonically, um, they've already fought before. So now you're like you're taking this this great moment between Obi Wan and Darth Vader. They finally met again. They're finally dueling off in A New Hope. And now you tell me they're gonna fight again in the show. But and like, does that not devalue what they did in A New Hope? No, I mean that's fair, right? It's like I guess it depends on how much time is this from New Hope. Because if it's like still, if it's if, it, if this is more like maybe a year less than a year from uh from you know the Revenge of the Sith, then I think I'm more okay with it because it's like it's still a big gap of time that they haven't seen each other. But if this is more in like a midway point, then I agree with you. I'm a little more like ah, it makes the New Hope fight a little less special. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but I won't complain. I'm excited to see Darth Vader. Um, there were a couple other characters we got in this trailer. Um, do you know anything about any of them? Man, if you're going to tell me it's those twins from Bad Rafa and Chase, I swear to you, my no. ops, my personal ops, come uh, for me. How about this? I'm going to have you guess. So there, uh, there's two characters from A New Hope that show up in this trailer. Do you do you have at least one guess? Yeah, I'm assuming I'm gonna one of the the senator guy, one of one of the guys that's like the the OG that's been there for the whole time. He's got the eye patch, I think. Or not, I don't know if he's is he a senator. I don't. Even I'm real bad at my Star Wars. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> yeah, he was like in all the movies. Wasn't that like his big name claim to fame? Is like he had an eye patch. Uh, I'm trying to think. Maybe he didn't have an eye patch. Get rid of the eye patch idea. But he's like <laughs> <laughs> he um, takes Le- uh, Leia's father. Yeah, duh. Oh, Leia's uh, father, Bail yeah. Organa. Yeah, um, yeah. it's a good. That's guess. how bad I am that I don't. Yeah. <laughs> He has an eye patch. <laughs> We're gonna post that on Star Wars. It's gonna be Bail Organa. Well, you know what it was? There was a there was a, this is where my knowledge is no, I know obscure things. There was a guard in like the prequels with an eye patch, so that's why I got confused and combined them as one person. I hear you. No, I actually I know what you're talking about now, so I understand a little bit more, not completely, but uh, no, <laughs> no, but uh, so uh, good guess, but no, actually I wouldn't be surprised if we do see him. Yeah, but I he's not. In, yeah, he's not in the trailer. Uh, that might be a good cameo draft pick if we ever get to that point. Um, mm-hmm. With that being said, though, uh, one of them was we get a uh, little, uh, I don't know, a preteen Luke. I don't, you know, uh, he's like a child. He's I like don't know child. how I like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's I get it, though. Yeah. But... We basically just see him from a distance, and Obi-Wan's looking at him through binoculars, and he's, like, playing. Which, if, you know, I, I think the more minimal you keep that character, if, if it's yeah. like he's at a distance at all times, I think that's good. Well, and again, to your point of like you, they had to be very careful that they don't change too much of the history with the new hope of it all. Because like, again, one of the big things is like, he knows old man Ben, you know, but 
they never interacted at least that's how it's it's portrayed so then it's like if they were some sort of like relationship there that's weird now you know yeah so i, I hope it is just like that kind of like a nice cameo of luke you're like ah he's there and you know obi wan's watching him but like that's it you know yeah. and the other one we see is uncle ben uh or i mean uncle owen sorry um yeah so there's, uh, yeah uh uncle owen is there i and hope we the... see uncle ben you know yeah, the yeah, whole show's uh, named... <laughs> we're not gonna pull another book of boba fett where they just don't make the main character show up i swear if that's what this series becomes it's the darth vader show okay yeah uh no so we we see uncle owen he's like uh there's a scene of him he's like kind of just standing like it's not a whole lot to do he's just kind of standing there but um it's the same actor from revenge of the sith when we get them dropping off baby luke so that's kind of cool. It seems like he might have like actual scenes because it's not like a situation where we see him from afar. Like he has close up on the camera. So it seems like he will play a bigger role in this show, which is interesting. Yeah, it'd be cool if like him and Obi-Wan have some sort of relationship. Yeah. Uh, probably nothing too intense. Maybe they have poker nights every like <laughs> once every a week. Third, third Sunday of the month. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, actually, a Spock. That would be the poker, the Star Wars poker. Spock. I was going to say, yeah. yeah, there has to be. yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, other than that, that's. Uh, I guess the other big thing is um, there are some, it seems to be shots from like other planets. It doesn't seem like we'll be on Tatooine the whole time. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And uh, like there's one, it's like it's like a nightlife shot of like neon signs and everything. So it seems like something that might be on Coruscant or Corellia maybe. I'm assuming that he's looking for other Jedi, right? Like that's the, that's a plot I'm assuming is like, because which actually is cool because like the thought of like him just hanging out on our planet protecting Luke, it's like well you, you probably could have helped a lot of Jedi's from dying because there were some Jedi's that made it out that died later on. <laughs> like, see, my thing is I just don't know how they're gonna explain him going off planet. Like he's dedicated his life to watching Luke. Like I don't, it's hard to imagine he's like oh I gotta leave. Maybe there there was something bigger he had to, but he knew that Luke would be safe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So. I hear you though uh let's you uh let's move on to our last topic here i don't have a whole lot to say on it but there was something very interesting that dropped in the world of superheroes that kind of like rocked everything um it was a deleted scene from the batman and tommy you did watch this i know that much so yeah yeah i did watch this i thought you were going to talk about the jared leto saying how he wants morbius to meet uh iron man big news you know i don't know how he's going to make that happen but uh good luck jared leto based on those reviews i don't think anything like that will ever happen <laughs> even before this wasn't gonna happen <laughs> uh yeah but no we're talking about um the joker has his deleted scene was released and uh we get a little uh, sneak peek of barry keowen as the joker tommy what'd you think of this scene yeah we talked about this that there was rumblings this was out there i i did love the social media aspect of this where like they had the website and it's been hyped up. Like what was it leading to? And the fact it led to this deleting cool, I guess, you know, people wanted some info about a future, maybe one of the TV shows, maybe, but, but fine. This is cool. Uh, yeah. Very Hannibal Lecter like, right. And, uh, I'm glad it's not in the movie. To be honest, I don't think you need to be either scene. Uh, but I do think what it does it would have helped build the relationship of Joker and Batman as like this and, and make Joker the weight of Joker more. I will say like it does, it gives you more weight of like Joker has power, even in jail. Like the fact that Batman's coming to him means that like, even though we didn't see their fight, we haven't seen them interact. It must've been a hard thing that like Batman is like, I need to go to the person I believe is the, the top villain essentially. Yeah. So, um, 
Uh, let me preface by saying I think this was an awesome scene. I'm super excited for Barry Keoghan. He's probably like one of my favorite actors, especially after Eternals that we've had. Just a great dude, and he seems like he's got a wild role. Um, he looks crazy, man. Like his face is like gnarled and shit. Uh, what, what do you think of the appearance? It's cool. I just I don't know where the memo came that like Joker has to look like grotesque and be like, like, yeah, Joker always has like the pale face, but like one of my favorite Jokers is the Batman anime series and he's in a very nice suit and he's got the slick back hair and it's like, yeah, he's creepy, but he's not like gross. Like I feel like they always had to make him like crooked teeth and like, like, <laughs> you know, like ever since uh dark Knight probably was like, you know, you have the caked on face makeup and now it's like, now he has to look kind of deranged and like he could snap at any moment. It's like, well, what made it, cool was the fact that he like was dressed kind of nicely and was snapping like it was yeah. you know i went and that's the thing I, I do kind of appreciate and like you're mentioning it hasn't been like crazy alterations but especially if there's anything to come from the jared letter one and this one as well it seems like they are at least willing to like explore this character in different ways and again as somebody who's not deep into the comic books i'm like hey that's kind of cool you know like i i haven't read a joker comic book so i don't really have anything to base it on so just give me different iterations and don't copy the same thing over and over again so um with that being said though um i guess i guess my biggest concern is like uh, the big thing that we do learn here is they do have a relationship already it seems like that i mean he batman was probably the one to put him in arkham so that's interesting uh, what i don't love and this was one of my complaints about the batman is a lot of the story was told in exposition and talking about the past, especially with like Bruce's father and stuff. I'm a little worried that's what we're going to get again, where it's like, we're not going to see them interact, but it's more so like, uh, uh, oh, the Joker did this, and this is why this is happening. And uh, I know you didn't see it, but we're going to tell you in a gruntled voice. Like, that's the kind of thing I don't love, um, but it is what it is. I think the Joker... I, I know people think it's the second movie. I, I don't. I think he's going to be the big bad. And I think they're, I actually think it's interesting that they're giving to uh, it to him, to us right in the beginning. I think however many movies they make, if it's a true, you know, a trio, if it's more, I think that it's just building the rogues gallery. And that final movie is going to be a Joker run rogues gallery, all attacking with like the other ones being lesser and like it really being focused on Joker. So I feel like they've already, they wanted him already established. They don't want a Joker origin. They know we've gotten it literally so many times. <laughs> and like, not even like, it's like, it's not like Heath Ledger was the last time we've got it. We've gotten other versions since then. So I think like the, I think the mindset was we're doing this to, to not have to do an origin. And if that's the reason, then like, fine, I'm happy for that. And if, you know, I think they should hold off if, if, if you're out there listening, uh, I, I'm here to tell you that do not pull the trigger on Joker being your second movie. First of all, you're always going to be compared to Dark Knight, especially if you do that, because it's like it's literally the same thing then. Uh, and so I think you hold off. You make him one of your, your, your last big bad that breaks out of prison and then you know wreaks havoc on the city. Tommy, you're making great points here. I'm totally on board for that. I think that's that is the way to go. I would love that. I think that's especially if we do get like a little like not. I, I, he, I feel like he would have to be present in the second movie a little bit more, um, especially again, because we don't have that backstory. I feel like we need a little bit more context if that's going to happen. So yeah, maybe like he does go visit him again. Maybe, maybe he visits him. He gets information. We don't see him for the rest of the movie. And then like the post credit scene, he breaks out and then that's the third movie. 
Yeah, let him be like a Hannibal Lecter again. Like he is there as almost like a mentor to almost both sides, like all sides. It's like everyone's using him and he's just sitting in prison and like you would think like he's trapped, but it's almost like he's not. He's running everything. It's not we don't work for Falcon. Falcon doesn't work for us. We work for Falcon. That's what it's gonna be for Joker. It was there all along. Yes, yes. So uh look, I'm excited for it. I know, I know I can play, but the bottom line is I really like the Batman. I'm so excited for more movies like that. So all on board. Um, Tommy, anything else uh, that we want to cover here? No, I think that's like, it, there's a lot of cool stuff coming. Uh, Doctor Strange, obviously, I, that I do not want to know anything about the trailer. I will say, uh, th- to keep track, I, I will keep you guys updated. Somehow I have avoided, I know there's a voice, I know there's something big, I don't know anything, and I'm trying to uh, uh, stop uh, any of that happening. So uh, when it when it, it was Super Bowl, right? Uh, that the trailer came out, I covered my ears and I ran out of the room. I was so scared I was going to get spoiled on something. But uh, that's exciting for those that like the tra- my trailers. I guess it was good. That's all I can say. <laughs> Tommy, if this podcast ever blows up and we are like truly like a big, like we have like uh, half a million followers on Twitter type big, um, you, we're, we're going to get to the point where people are going to be sending you spoilers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. They'll, be, they'll be like, oh, we're going to get them. We're going to get them good. I, I already this- kind of have. There's a couple of people that are like, I want to tell you so bad. I'm like, no, <laughs> please, please don't. <laughs> it's basically like they're like brandishing their gun in front of you. Like, I, I could do it. I could ruin everything right now. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> um, I, I actually did skip over this. I want. I do want to touch on this real quick because next week, like we mentioned, is uh, Moon Knight. Um, Tommy, do you have any any comments or like? I, I, we don't have to go into it too much, but well, uh, you got expectations. What do you think? Are you excited? I'm excited. I Moon Knight is one of those. I when I was deep into my comic book collecting, I, I did uh, start collecting a, a Moon Knight comic that came out at the time, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was interesting. Um, I think the part that I really, you know, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to spoil in case people don't know his stuff. He's got a not just his powers and that. He's got a unique story, and uh, I really hope they dive into some of uh, of that stuff. I think there's really fascination with him as a human and not just his powers and like his, his brain, you know, I'll say just that that's the stuff I'm really intrigued by. And I, I hope they do it in a really um, profound way. Cause I think they can, there's a lot of meat with this character and there's a lot of cool stuff. So. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm not, you know, uh, I be- beating this drum over and over again, not a big comic guy, but I did like, I wanted to prepare myself a little bit. So I, I Googled what's the best moon Knight comic. And there was one, I can't remember what it's called now, but there was one that everyone was like, this one's the best. So I read that. I read that comic book and I will say um, it seems very true to the comics. I know some of the things you're hinting at here. I think that's definitely something we're getting. Um, like everything that I got from that comic, I'm like, they're going to be covering it in this show, which I think is really cool. And I'm super excited for it. Yeah, I do think this is going to be a show where I think the second season we're going to be like, yes, I think this is going to be with a character like this. It's going to have to be an origin. And it's and that stuff is always going to be like, uh, all right, it's the origin. You know, like I, I think it's hard to make an origin ever amazing. So uh, I think they'll do a really good job. But I think it's going to be one of those that once he's established, I think that's when we're going to be like, we're in it. Moon Knight, like we love it. I, they're really setting up these like I, I think we're going to get a team up of like your moon knight, your blade, your more dark heroes. I think they're going to, there's, there's going to, there's something there. They're definitely getting into that stuff now. Is that dark Avengers? Is that the same thing or they definitely have a group. There is a group like blade definitely runs, uh, you know, we saw hints to potentially some of the people he's picking up, uh, in a movie. Uh, yes. but, uh, there's only a group of the, the dark Avengers were technically the, 
the Osborne run. Okay. You know, gotcha. that's the one where he dressed up as Iron Patriot and, and everyone had their their Avengers villains. Yeah. I so and I, I think you make a good point. We don't want just another basic origin story. I will say I think the way to tackle this specific story, um, and I think is really interesting. Um I think I think the best way to do this is make it a mystery because I think there's a lot of like what's really going on here. You know, I think we kind of get that, that WandaVision thing. And I, I think, I think if that's the case, if it's, if we're constantly wondering, it's the mystery box, like theories. And I, I think that's kind of maybe hopefully what we're getting. And I think that would be the right way to go about it. Well, they, yeah. And they can play with our perception of things a lot. And I think that's, yeah, the edit, the cinematography, that's going to be the key to this is like keeping it uh, compelling in that way. And I think there's ways to make it really jarring at times and, and keep us on our toes. Kind of like, like to be honest, I would like to see uh, if you ever watched the Legion TV show. Like, I feel like you could elements of that you could really bring into this show. Yes, yes, love it. Um, okay, Tommy, I think we had a pretty good discussion here, short one, but uh, the, the way we intended. We did talk about this up front, though. Uh, Tommy, uh, you got a recommendation? It's been a minute. You, certainly, you've uh, watched something. I do. It's all I've been watching. Okay. Um, <laughs> Box Machina. No, I'm, great show. I didn't, you know, listen, you got to just get past the first two episodes and you'll be in it. I'm telling you, watch that third episode. Like, listen to the podcast. You'll, uh, you'll, I'll do, I'll definitely do that. Uh, but yes, my recommendation, I've been speaking of, of that guy, that podcast, uh, Briz had a friend of podcast, uh, him with a combination of my roommate, Jason has finally pressured me to watch an anime. Cause I'm not a big anime guy. I was a Dragon Ball Z kind of. Pokemon kind of, but there's a- aspects of anime I'm not really into, but I have fallen in love with the show. My Hero Academia, man, it's really good. I'm on the fifth season and I, it's like all I watch. Like I, I get home from work, I jump on, I watch it. There's definitely like, again, there's that anime side that like there's things that I'm like, ah, but the the heart of it, it's a super, you know, it's, it's a super anime and like it's the best way to describe it is like, there's limits to people's powers. And I love that kind of stuff. It's like, you know, any power can be great and any great power can be weak depending on who's holding it in that combination. So there's some really cool stuff. I would say, check it out if you're like into anime already, but if you're into superhero stuff, I actually think it's a good combination that is more heavy on the superhero side than the anime side. Perfect. I uh, love to hear that. Um, I'll, I'll drop one out here. I watched a movie uh, last week and here's the thing. It's that it's the type of year, you know, uh, that time of the year where we're not getting like the best movies. Like we might get some superhero movies here and there, but other than that, it's like uh, there's not a whole lot to watch. Uh, but I will say if, if you're looking for like a good uh, prestige type movie, uh, I recommend Windfall on Netflix. And let me let me clarify. I don't think this is the greatest movie of all time. It probably won't. It would definitely won't be my favorite movie of the year. But it's like a good, like suspenseful thriller. And I think if that's something you're looking for, Windfall's a good one. It stars uh, Jesse Plemons, one of my favorite actors, and he plays like an Elon Musk type. And then you also get uh, um, Jason Siegel. He's more of like your everyman. So basically, uh, I'll, I'll I'll explain the brief plot. But Jason Siegel breaks into like Elon Musk's vacation home to steal some things and uh the elon musk character shows up and things ensue from there so uh it's an interesting story it's a lot of it's a lot of fun so it's on netflix that's called windfall if you want to check it out all right tommy what else what else you got going on anything you want uh, to- in life 
uh, life. Uh, anything you want to plug? Uh... Yeah, I mean, I, listen, I wasn't just sitting on my hands during this break. I've been out grinding for this podcast. I've been out on the streets, on the mean streets of the podcast world, clamoring, um, offering to do podcasts uh, uh, just to get our name out there. So I've been on a couple podcasts. Uh, I've been on Shit 90 Shows Taught Me with my friends Jess and Sarah. We were covering Boy Meets World. It's the juicy stuff. It's it's all the, the backlash of the cabin, if you know what I'm talking about. The, the girls that know, that know, and the girls that don't, don't. That's, you know, and uh, there was some spice there. That was a really fun podcast with them. Uh, then I went over, it hasn't come out yet, so this is like an exclusive, but it's, it's, it's as Michael mentioned, Fox Machina, baby, still on that train, and I went over to Two Dudes, where we did a whole deep dive on, on the characters, covering the series, but, you know, going through the characters in a way to talk about the episodes uh, that should be coming out. And then on top of that, I maybe you should listen to their uh, Batman podcast. Who knows what's on that podcast and where I might pop up? Yeah, you never know. Uh, just uh, pop up anywhere. You just uh... <laughs> I'm a man of many talents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to talk about something uh, that I'm really excited about, Tommy. Um, I'm officially a published comic book writer. Yeah, we got we got credentials now. Yes, which is very cool. It's a you know it's a small little thing. It's an indie thing, but um, it's something that I can point to and be like, hey, look, these guys published me, and you should too. So, um, you know, uh, you know, follow me on Twitter, stay up to date on that stuff. I'll be posting about it and where you can get it when it comes out. So, very excited for it. Uh, it's a it's a short little. Um, I, I described it as like a steampunk western. <laughs> um, so, but it's like an eight page comic book, and it's very brief, and it'll be a collection of uh, other anthologies. So, yeah, I'm very, very excited about that, and I can't wait to share with you guys because i think it's uh because one thing i like to do when i'm writing comics like i don't necessarily like writing superhero comics but i do like writing stories about like unexpected heroes which is the kind of thing we talked about uh, talk about often so that's kind of what this is about and um yeah uh very excited about that and very excited to share it all with you guys so is it is it up on whatever it's it's published yet or is it still like listen it's nowhere to be read officially but um I got links if anybody really wants to read it. I can hook them up. So nice. <laughs> reach out. You yes. Stark Warriors, you can reach out. And you know where you can reach out to us at? The Discord. Yeah. The Discord, yes. It's a, it's a great place to, to meet us. Um, and, and the best way to get it is just message us on Instagram and Twitter at Stark Wars Pod or, or us personally. You know, either one. Maybe you yeah, don't like really- me. You just like Tommy. You just message Tommy. What if we were like, you only could get it if you meet us in physical person. You had to meet us on a street corner. We'll, we'll give you the code and like, a, we'll do like a handshake and the code, the, the code to get into the discord will be like on a piece of paper in our hands. And then we walk off in separate directions. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that. That's the only way you can get it. Okay. Well, I will go ahead and uh, close this out here. Tommy, it was really fun to get back together with you. It has been a minute. Um, just, uh, just, uh, well, good times good times all right yeah. see i gotta get out all these bad ideas now before we get yeah. into like the official podcast it's like this yeah. is the loose this is loosey-goosey tommy yeah. uh i didn't know i didn't know he turned off like that tommy but hey <laughs> yeah no, no no yeah it's all listen i'm an yeah. onion yeah, yeah, so, uh, but I, I would like to remind you guys to rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify, preferably five stars. Also subscribe because we're going to be here every single week. All the shows and movies we talked about, we will be covering those when they come out. So uh, if you subscribe, you'll get those episodes every single week. 
Um, again, yeah, we got a Discord. You can ask us for that at our um, Instagram and Twitter, at StarCoursePod. Um, and also there you can find uh, a link to our merch. If you go to our Instagram or um, uh, Twitter, uh, click the link. You'll get some merch. Also, I'll put that link in the show notes. Um, we got we got cool like baseball tees, uh, so grab them. I love them. I should have worn it tonight. I did not. I basically I like I, I don't want to wear it too much. I really like the shirt, but I wear it like once a week. So uh, it's a good. Yeah, shirt. you gotta make it more special, you know. Yeah, and then it's yeah. like, oh, like Michael's wearing this the, the shirt. Yeah, uh, right. yeah. I hear everyone's wearing them these days. Yeah, yeah. You see, you'll see them on the streets for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, because we also hand those out on the street corners. Yeah. You, that's the only way you get those too. You also have to meet us in person in like a in like a back alleyway, and then we'll exactly. hand you the t-shirts. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, I think that's all we got for you guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye.